Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to The Thinker Girls. All the things you're thinking, but not saying. Welcome to Thinker Girl, the podcast. You are joined by the Thinker Girl, Stacey June. And Christy Mercer. Hello. How are you, young mate? Yeah, I'm pretty... Oh, I wasn't expecting you to say that. Um, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> when we bang a few of these out, <laughs> anything, any, anything that's slightly remotely different... Oh, I've used slightly and remotely. I only need to use one of those. Slightly different. Uh, we get a bit of a shock with each other. It's yeah, actually no. bizarre. I was just ready to go, like I always say. Yeah. Hi, Christy Mercer. Welcome. I'm just trying to mix it up no, like my, any yeah. uh, old wine or, uh, you know, just any old relationship. You've no, got to keep it. I love that you've done that. Keep it, keep it, keep it alive. Keep it fresh. Girl. I'm on my toes. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we have a hot seat hottie join us each and every week. Welcome if you haven't listened before. We are two radio chicks who dump our co-host once a week to talk shit on this podcast about thoughts you're thinking but not saying. And to help us, we have some beautiful women from all parts of the world, from all parts of the country that are doing all kinds of amazing things. This particular chick is a Central Coast lady, just like our young mate now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's doing some really amazing things uh, through a motivational blog and healthy healthy, healthy living overall uh, through her Instagram account, Strong is the New Skinny 94. If you want to find her, Becky Laumas, welcome to our show. Hello, how are you going, guys? Yeah, we're good. It's it's Lomas. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it is. No, it's alright. What did Everyone, I say, Lomas? Lomas. Everyone always pronounces <laughs> my name. I get people calling me Lomas and like oh. all this funny stuff. Becky Lomosi. La 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 me. Oh, God, too far. Okay, so <laughs> if you haven't listened before, we each bring a gem to the table, something that's on our mind that we're thinking but maybe not saying, and we'll do a bit of a contents to just let everyone know what we're thinking this week. Becky, what's on your mind? What do you want to bring to the show? Yeah, so basically I just wanted to talk about the whole kind of friends with benefits thing, you know, does it work, you know, what you guys are thinking because I feel like so many people, you know, strongly believe that, yes, it can work and then, you know, so many people, you know, one of my friends, for instance, strongly also believe that, no, it definitely can't. So, Mm. yeah, mixed, mixed kind of thoughts on that topic. Yeah, yeah, there's so goodie. many different sides. I sit on one side in particular, young mate. Um, I want to talk about um, within a relationship, when it comes to money, how does that go? Like, is it a 50-50 split? Is it a you earn more money so you pay more money? Um, it's just interesting because that's where I find myself now within um, a relationship moved in and splitting shit. Does it happen down the middle? I've, mm. we're, we're fighting over cash and it's never happened before. Oh, yeah. You're, you're a big girl now, yeah. girl. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about patience and our relationship with it. If you've got one, if you've ever thought about it uh, and how it how it all kind of pans out. Do you want me to kick off? Yeah, let's do that because um, you're not very patient. Is that why? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was nicely done. Nice done what I mean straight away when I say patience what do you guys think what comes to mind Becky um I don't know see like this makes me think that I am a patient person because I've never really you know thought of the topic I guess um yeah I don't know I'm pretty kind of 
cruisy. So I, I never really, yeah, I'm not much of a, you know, this has to be done right now sort of a thing. I feel like you need to know that you need to practice patience if you are impatient. So if you don't know anything mm. about it, you probably mm. are patient. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. So if you're listening and you're thinking, yeah, I've never really thought about it, it's probably because you've never had to improve on anything. Young mate, I'm guessing I know where you stand. I am <laughs> so utterly impatient. Um, uh, so many, a uh, majority, I reckon, of the of the fights that I've had with important people in my life often come down to that that I am impatient and that I get that a lot that well you're quite an intense person like you need things yesterday and I yeah I've struggled a lot with that with myself where sometimes I'm just like chill the fuck out Christy Mm, like mm. moments where I actually have to almost give myself a stern talking to because even even little things you know like going to the shops or making an appointment straight after work like it doesn't matter where I am or what I'm doing a rush and I have have people say that all the time they're like oh you look angry or you're you're always you're always in a hurry Um, and that's just how I live my life yeah I was a bit the same we were very similar when we first started working together which in some ways our drive has all has actually kept us you know kept us a, a great relationship because we do have that similar that similar push and that similar work ethic but I did get to the end of last year and I was fucking burnt out you know I could barely have a conversation we talk 85 times a day and I was just getting on the phone I had nothing to offer we didn't even really talk towards the end of last year because we were both I think so burnt out obviously you were going through back surgery so that's a fairly good reason but even still like there was just something in my energy that went fuck I can't I can't push myself like this this much anymore it's too much and I went away um and had a bit of a moment I got went and did some yoga by myself and it kind of just came to me I, I meditated in Bali and I had this this realization that I actually physically had to stop and I had to stop eating my food so fast and I had to stop waiting for everything to come at a timeline that I felt was right that it, it wasn't a court life wasn't according to to the schedule of Stacey June it, it's according to the way that it's supposed to be and the funny thing about my life is that I preach that a lot to people and I preach that a lot to myself in my head but I didn't really believe it like I was saying it a lot out loud but I wasn't actually living it I wasn't practicing it and it all came back to my lack of patience it all came mm. back to me not just sitting and just being patient with everything. It, it just changed so much, not just work, but my the relationship thing. All of a sudden I, I deleted Tinder and I, I stopped looking. I don't need to be so proactive with finding someone. It'll just happen. And it was just like this, everything I'd been working towards and preaching to myself, as soon as I realized that patience was the part of my life that I was missing, things just started to feel a little bit, like they, everything else made sense. Mm. Becky, like as, as part of what, what you do in terms of healthy eating and healthy lifestyles and all of that, I mean, how does what Stace is saying there in terms of just needing to chill out and just meditate, I mean, is that is that something that you hold in high regard or that you try and preach a bit through your work that you do? Yeah, of course. Look, I totally agree. Um, like she said, it, it's kind of like more about taking life as it comes rather than sort of wanting everything to go exactly, you know, in the right order, exactly at the right time sort of a thing. So 
I think it's really important because it, it obviously keeps you more, um, you know, balanced. Like balance is a huge thing that I kind of try to get across to people, like the whole healthy mind, you know, healthy life sort of a thing. So when you kind of stop trying to make things happen and I guess you realise that, you know, whatever's going to happen is like in life is the way it's going to happen and the way it's supposed to happen, it kind of makes you feel like a lot less stressed out and it brings you back down to earth a little bit. So, Yeah. I think it's funny because there are a lot of people that are doing similar things to you. There's this whole kind of new spirituality that I think is amazing and this, you know, healthy living and new age lifestyle and all this kind of stuff. But And I, I'm very much a part of that and I've spoken very openly about the fact that I meditate and, and I'm a massive yogi and I, I read a lot of books and, and all of that stuff. And I do it and it helps and it, it really did help. But what I wasn't kind of clicking with was just the headspace that, you can't just do it and preach it. You actually have to feel it. And I know that sounds like a bit of a cop-out and it sounds pretty hippie, but it's the truth. Like, mm. I think you really, pro- not just live it where you do it. And I think once you start doing it so much that it catches up with you and you just end up kind of fitting in the right spots. But I was doing all of it and I was and I was thinking that it was helping me and to some degree it was, but to the full extent it kind of wasn't working its magic because I guess I was doing it to say I was doing it. Does that make sense? So you yeah, kind of meditate yeah. because I think this is going to help me and I'm going to zone out and I'm going to do yoga because I think that it stretches me out and it feels fucking amazing and don't get me wrong. There's absolute massive benefits that I was seeing over the past few years, but this just feels like the, the final part to the puzzle where it's like you do all of that and then you also sit in it for a bit. Have you, you sit have in you the moment a bit. Have you actually noticed a difference from actually doing it to say that you can do it and doing it and doing it properly? Like, you know, since you've come back from that holiday, which sounds like that's that holiday to Bali sounds like it's been pretty amazing for Well, you would be able life. to tell. Have you seen any kind of difference? I mean, not it might not be dramatic from the outside, but I'm interested to see. Yeah, actually, now you now you mention. I, I suppose there's less. What's the word? Not desperation, but maybe less. <laughs> no, 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 not, no, no, no desperation in that. I well, want that's these, a good thing. I but fuck, this, I didn't know I was doing I, last year. I want Jesus. these. I want this so bad. It needs to happen right now. Mm. From I want this so bad to happen. Let's give it time so that it actually works properly because that's yeah. how bad I want it to actually happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the understanding of if it does need to happen is in that it's just going to happen in its own timeline. I think it's funny because you all, you know, I, I often thought you've got to trust and you've got to trust the timeline with things and blah, blah, blah. But again, a lot of it was coming through my head and my voice. And I and I think it's important that you train yourself. But there was something, again, like I said, in, in Bali that clicked that made me start to, I guess, believe it and had a, have a bit of acceptance with the fact that acceptance is a big one with throwing it over and really properly understanding that in so many things, no matter how hard you work and no matter how much control you try and get, there's only so much that you do have (laughs) and the the rest is kind of done. There's not a lot you can do. Do you meditate or do you do yoga or any of that kind of stuff, you know, that Stacey's talking about now, Becky? Um, To be honest, no, not really. Like I've always... Like, I've always loved the idea of it and, Mm. like, I have tried a few times, but it's one of those things where, um, like Stacey was saying, it's kind of like you – I was doing it a few times to 
for the to do it, just yeah. to do it, if you know what I mean. And I feel like, good. yeah, and that's yeah. why I think a lot of people are doing. That's why I wanted to bring it up because I feel like there are so many benefits. So don't get me wrong; you do get them on the surface, but there's this whole other level of the life kind of stuff that you need to put into it, which takes yeah, time and, and commitment. Like I've never you know, gotten to that kind of like it's a proper spirit, yeah. And yeah. I think it is a little bit spiritual. Like I feel like there's this other kind of essence that's come through that's much more than physical and, and kind of a tick of the box thing. But like I said, I would never encourage people to not do it if they don't have all of that side because there's obviously so many benefits that I was getting before this moment. But I just think that the patience and the acceptance stuff has accentuated all of the good bits of those types of things. Okay, we'll, we'll give give me a rundown and maybe, and Becky as well, and maybe other people that that are interested and intrigued and, and want and want to be able to practice patience. And mm-hmm. I, I try to meditate and I think I think too much mm-hmm. about it, but I still do it like mm-hmm. every night before I jump mm-hmm. into bed. I mm-hmm. enjoy yoga when I can could do it. I can't for a little while just because of my back and stuff. But, I mean, mm-hmm. what's that? And I don't, I don't know whether you're going to actually be able to answer this because I think it might be individual to everybody. But where is, where's that crossover? Like where's that point when you go from becomes from doing it to actually doing it and meaning it? Like is there actually advice that you could give to somebody to actually get into the core of what well, it is? First off, I don't think that it – I know I actually do think that it benefits everybody. I was going to say it might not be for everybody, but I think there are benefits from most things and I do think it's important that everyone starts to find a way to get to this stuff because of our lives like social media and all that kind of BS. But I think it – about maybe looking a bit further than the physical and the I'm doing this because I think it's good and trying to go it's this is I don't know if people people find this super cray but going within like and using it as a bit of a self-development as opposed to just the physical side because I think that if you team the two together you kind of can be a bit unstoppable like, I, I really do think that it adds the most ridiculous fuel for your life. So I think I've been able to find a good balance between the two. So the physical stuff's great. My bestie said to me the other day, fuck, good guns, stack. I was like, thanks, girl. <laughs> Just only doing yoga. But, but at the same time, the added benefit was that I kind of caught on that there is something so much bigger than just the physical stuff. Mm. And I, I guess that was the only way that I suppose it could be put into words. Other than that, I felt like it was a bit spiritual. Yeah, and I guess that kind of comes with time as well. It's not Absolutely. something you can, I guess, yeah. do. You know, and commitment, and commitment. I committed to it. Like it's been years now I've been doing it. So maybe it just was an awakening that, that would take exactly, as you said, Becky, some time, like proper commitment to it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm. Um, but, but just quickly, I know Philip went off. But here's the thing, though. I think that maybe everybody is different in the sense that you found – you found that peace uh, and still are finding that peace, but you found that patience and had that moment where you clicked. And I think mm. maybe some people look for that, but in the same way that you found it doesn't necessarily mean that that's where they're going to find it. You know what mm. I mean? Like maybe, yeah, right. uh, maybe the way that the, maybe the way that you meditate. Yeah. Going maybe, back to talking about specifically patience, yeah. there might be other ways that you, maybe, uh, you know what? I think a lot of people find it through motherhood. Yeah. Hilariously. Maybe, yeah. But maybe it's yeah, not yeah, even yeah. yoga. Maybe it's other ways that although yeah. that it is still this sense of meditation in this sense of go inside yourself and, 
you know, like find out. Yeah, you're so you right, young mate. Because I think my friends have, some of yeah. them have told me that motherhood changed them it's like that. It's all different. That, that yeah. You stop. Like you mm. go within and you stop. There's mm. a different kind of thing. So you're probably right. Like patience is something that I think it, it isn't instilled in everybody. It certainly isn't. Becky, you're lucky. Christy and I do not didn't have it naturally. But if you can <laughs> look for it in other parts, it might not be yoga or meditation. It might be somewhere else. Maybe don't have a kid just to find patience. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bit fucked up. But I mean, like find it in other ways is a really good suggestion. Um, do you want to go, young mate? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to talk about moolah. I want to talk about money. Oh, yeah. Um, I've ne- I, I have never really ever, well, I've never needed to fight about money with, with my boyfriend because we've never lived together before. So, Becky, are you in a relationship? Like, what's your status? Yeah, no, I am. I've been with my boyfriend for about four years. And okay. it's funny that you, like, bring this up because it's just, like, we have the whole, you know, fighting about money so much oh. as well. It, is it just because you've moved, like, are you now living together? Is that where where it's coming to play? Or, like, why is um, it all of a sudden? No, that wouldn't be why. I think, to be honest, he's just a little bit stingy. Like, he, <laughs> he would literally say to me, like, oh, don't forget to pay me back for that, you know, bottle of water I bought you two weeks ago sort of oh, thing. Oh, get out. So, yeah, oh, like legit. That's hilarious. <laughs> Christy, I mean, so for you it's been more of a, rather than the bottle of water, it's more of a since you've moved in yeah, yeah, specifically. Yeah. Like yeah. That, that's never been an issue with us, you know, that it's like, oh, you get this dinner, I get the next. You know, like when when we first started um, dating and when we were first, first together, um, it was 50-50. I'm someone who always, I'll always pay my own way. And even if I don't, if I can't really afford it, I still will. Like mm. that's something that's always been really instilled in me that, that I, you know, someone goes, oh, it's my shout or whatever. I'll always get the next one. You know, even if I don't really want it or even if I'm not going to buy myself a drink the next one, I'll always get somebody a drink to pay yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. That's the way that I was brought up. And, I, you know, I'm kind of, I'm proud of that. So when we first started dating when we were pretty much on the same money, like that, that was always the way that it went. You know, like I'll get this movies, you get dinner. And it maybe mm. wasn't to the dollar amount, but I mean, it was pretty even Stevens split down the middle. Um, but then as, I don't know, like Zane probably started to earn more money than me and I moved out of home earlier. So he just had more disposable income, I suppose. So he would pay for more things and he was happy to. And we, were, I would offer knowing full and well that he would probably pay most of the time. <laughs> but that was, we never really ever thought about it until it's only been really recent in the last couple of weeks that we've actually moved in together for the first ever time. And this is the first first time, I suppose, and we've actually had to share things as big as rent. Now, mm. because of in our house, part of portion, a portion of that house is actually used for my boyfriend's business. Mm-hmm. Well, I was like, okay, well... We're obviously not going to split in the rent 50 50 because the house isn't 50 50. So it works as like an office. And yeah, and it was a okay. real it was a real sore spot. We had like, we've had a fight. They're still kind of ongoing. Like, not. So is, it, is it basically because you had to get kind of a bigger house because of his like business sort of a thing? Otherwise, you would have been able to get a kind of a cheaper house. Ah, uh, yeah. So is that why yeah. it's sort of like. Because I, I definitely understand it in that way, yeah. And what does and so his basis is that now you kind of as a couple should do every. So does he see your money and everything now as joint? Oh no like, no no no, we're not doing joint money. No, nothing like that. So but, if you're not doing joint money, then how is it? How do you split it fifty fifty? So it should be. I reckon I can see his point if you guys are in all in, like say almost one account, or you put everything in. So then yeah, fine. 
but then it's probably not 50 50. No, but we've got our own money. We've got our own money that we've got our own savings. Nothing is mixed. So my feeling was that, okay, well, if we're going to be sharing house, you kind of share it accordingly. So that if three quarters of the house is being taken up by one person, three quarters of the rent would too. And as much as I'm like, oh, don't worry about it, we'll just split everything and we'll just do everything 50 50 and I'll pay my way, whatever. I was, I don't know. I just, it's probably mainly because my family was like, oh, well, how's that going to work? Well, is he going to pay more? Because mm. he's using more than you are. But then the argument was, but I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have moved or moved with you had it not been for your situation. So the only reason that I'm paying rent is because of you. So that was the defense where it's like, well, obviously, yeah, we'd still pay half. But half. I think it's, how, that, it's a funny one because I think, I mean, he couldn't, he, I think he had to move out eventually, regardless of whether it was going to be because you move for work or not, but it's a fine one because at the same time, maybe then he could say he was going to stay, stay in his business and, and set it up longer without having to pay rent. So that's, oh, yeah, but that's it, tricky. But irrespective of, of, of all of these details, Stace and Becky, irrespective of all of the nitty gritty and he said this and you said that and you know, he's taking up more and he should be doing this and that. I'm more just like, whoa, it's the first time that we've ever had serious chats slash arguments. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Over cash money. Yeah, it's fu- it's and it will it will define a lot of how you'll go moving forward with big decisions. So I think it's really important, without meaning to put pressure on it, that I guess you're really open to sorting it out and finding good ways for you guys to get through it. Because I think money and relationships is power. So that's a first one that's really interesting, mm. and and it's also um, it's detrimental to find a, a healthy relationship with it because. It can, because it is power, it can really control lots of things, like things that can come out about emotional stuff that is nothing to do with money, but it will come back out or the money will come back out in mm. other arguments. So it, it's really important to get to a balance and a real important compromise that you are both happy with and that neither of you are feeling you know, like you've settled for mm. the other. And it's hard, but it is important to get there because otherwise it'll come back to bite you in the ass. Becky, would it like what's your relationship in your relationship with money like that? Like is it even is it ever spoken about or is it ever been argued? Like obviously you said, you know, that little, you know, oh pay me back for the bottle of water. But I mean, has there been anything kind of deeper that underruns that you'd be kind of, I don't know, comfortable at least to talk about within or maybe, you know, like other people that you know? Like how does that work? money-wise, because it gets to a point where it kind of gets all just meshed together. 
Yeah, no, of course. I guess it's sort of just been like our entire relationship has is always just been pretty much split down the middle, except for when we were first together, you know, about four years ago. You know, obviously when I guess he was trying to woo me, pay for my dinner or movies or any of that kind of stuff that you do when you're teenagers. But, like, after, you know, a good three or four months, it began to be literally everything split down the middle. So dinners, you know, I pay for what I ate, you pay for what you ate. You know, um, like even now when we live together, like it's completely split down the middle. But like, I guess that's fair as well. Mm. But it has, it's it's kind of created problems in the past because it's like, I I don't feel right in saying this because I like things to be even as well. But sometimes, you know, I would kind of like him to go, oh, you know, I'll get dinner, babe. Or like, I'll I'll get that for you or I'll I'll do this for you. Not not in a way that I want him to buy everything for me, just in a way that it, it just seems like a nice gesture. It's hard to get that romantic bits back, isn't it? Because it becomes so business. Yeah. And and as much as I and as much as I'm so with you with that, Becky, like you, you know, I'll get my half, you get yours. Like, and I'm very much for I, you know, I hate chicks that think that oh, well, it's a man's job to buy everything and it's his job to pay for everything. Maybe there is something in me as a maybe as a female that's like oh well. You're the you're the man, and you're earning more money, so maybe you can grab it. Maybe it's that that uh, not an expectation, but maybe I don't know. Like it, there is obviously something there because you, when you first start seeing a guy, the guy knows that he's got to pay for the movies and the dinner, and the girl kind of expects it. As much as you can say, oh, I don't. There is something that if I ever if you I was ever on a first date and I had to pay for everything, I would have felt weird about that. Like those social standards that. But at the know. same, I guess at the same time, though, you need to look at what they would do if the, the situation was reversed, you know. So if there was a, a situation where you just need to make sure that, I guess, as at the same time, you, you probably do sometimes look at those stereotype kind of roles. And, and sometimes we do like to be wooed and we still want the romance. And all, you know, most chicks do want to feel cared for and looked after. Like, obviously, I was you can still. That. Yeah. But I yeah. think at the same time, you also need to be smart because emotional things can really cloud your judgment. And I think there's a real fine line with having clouded judgment for love and compromising for them when you also feel really passionate about what you are deserving and what you need for yourself. And if you don't protect that, your relationship will only suffer in the future. So Mm. you've got to be really careful because Money, like I said, is a funny thing. There's a lot of power around it and it, it, you just need to make sure that whilst there is those kinds of things where I think there's a cop-out sometimes as girls, we're like, we want equality and then we have this expectation to kind of be looked after and this daddy-like kind of male mm. thing. Mm. At the same time, I don't know, fair's fair, you know, like and you also need to make sure you know what you're looking for emotionally and also separate that and then look at what you think is fair logically mm. like and business wise and you kind of have to put your business head on a bit because it is an uncomfortable thing to talk about not just even within a romantic relationship but even with like you know like a you know yeah, we've had sta- some heated talks about money yeah, it's that, hard. that within yeah. within mates within family members but especially that within estates like when somebody passes away and there's money left like mm. without going into too much detail like when my nan passed away and there was money involved and all of that kind of stuff like the the water gets very murky and you know I have seen it firsthand not within my family but within one very close Mm. to my family 
that man, it it, ch- it really does change people. Yeah, I got goosebumps. It's, I know a story yeah. of someone close to me as well that have just had to go through the absolute ringer with all kinds of things. It, it it does, and it is power. And people get very confused with the emotional versus the business. Mm. You know, because mm. money is business. There's nothing emotional to money. There's nothing feelings about it. It's it's business, and it's hard earned cash that that means something, but it doesn't mean anything that should mean that much. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So you got to try and find the separation. Otherwise, it can get fucking messy. Mm. And I think even though, Becky, I was thinking your boyfriend seems like he draws the straight line and it's whatever, it probably is pretty good. Even though you said the words and laughed about it, he's a bit stingy. I think it probably is also a good thing to be so straight down the line about that stuff. Because then even though you're sometimes like, oh, for fuck's sake, you kind of all know where you stand with each other. And it is a bit businesslike. And there's it maybe leaves not that much room to fight, you know? Yeah, no, of course. Like, in a way, like, I, I kind of, uh, you know, I like him for it and I'm just like, yeah, no, it's good that it can all kind of be in black and white. There's no kind of nothing, kind of blur, no blurred lines about it. But mm. it's just, yeah, it's more, I think, like you were saying before, it's more down to the fact that, you know, it's like there's a kind of a way we think it's, you know, supposed to be and the way that it should be. So the way we think it's supposed to be emotionally and the way that it technically it should be, you know, in life. So, and obviously emotions get in the way of that sort of stuff. So, um, I don't know, I guess kind of just everyone's different when it comes to that sort of thing. But I think most girls are, you know, they, they don't want to say that they want like their boys, boyfriends to pay for too much. But I think it's just kind of that thing that's instilled in us, you know, because that's how it always used to be. The men used to make the money and, mm. you know, women mm. used to look after the kids. So it's kind of like, that's how it was back in the day so it's kind of hard to get away from that completely yeah it's inbred in us a little bit mm. it's full on it's full on um becky do you want to have a go what's uh, what's on your mind this week yeah so basically um i kind of wanted to, to talk about the whole friends with benefits thing like does mm-hmm. it really work because i feel like so many people you know are so insistent that like yes it does work and you can be friends with someone and also you know have sex with them and not be anything more like say for instance one of my sisters she actually approached me when i was in europe and was like look you know one of your friends, I won't say his name, but she was like, look, I'm, you know, really, you know, interested in making it kind of more than just friends. Like we've been mm-hmm. talking a fair bit lately. Well, not more than friends, but she was basically telling me that she wanted to hook up with him. But she was like, don't worry, it won't ruin anything between you guys because, you know, you're like, we're just going to stay friends and it's just going to be totally normal. Like I swear I've done this with so many guys in the past. And then, you know, fast forward fucking like six months down the track and, they're seeing each other every single day. They're sleeping in each other's houses. You know, they're getting so romantic in Far front of me. Like, and, like, I even said to her in the car the other day, I was, I was like, so what exactly are you guys? Like, is it a relationship? What is it? She was like, no, babe, we're just friends. And I was like, okay. What's the difference? You, yeah, What's the like, difference? We're just friends. Oh, with fine. someone else. Yeah, no. And she was like, she was like, yeah, I'd be angry if you slept with someone else. And I was like, okay. So <laughs> would he be angry if you slept yes. with someone else? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, I think that's, that's monogamy. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a relationship you got yourself there. But, exactly. it, but it is. It's Maybe, I don't know whether it's like this fear to put a title on things, but my stance on friends with benefits, sex without the emotion is that, I don't know, like I, I don't speak for everybody here, but on, on my behalf, 
I don't think I was ever very good at it. Oh my God, no. I'm single and I no good, no good at all. There was like a period of time where I was uh, gagging to have fun and and, and kind of did that uh, after being in a very long term relationship. But apart from that, I'm just emo central. I'm a girly girl and I, I just have given up with thinking that I can do that because I absolutely cannot. And I, I don't know many women that can. Mm. It depends what you find hot, though. Like, obviously, Stace, you're you've realised that you're a ch- that that's what you like. That that's what you're relationships. To. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah that yeah, it's I'm not a, yeah. it's not just the sex. You know that that might even be yeah. a smallish part of it. You know that yeah. you get turned on by somebody when you've got all the rest of it. You know what I mean? So dinner. Yeah. Yeah, like couch movies. I just think that once you kind of throw sex into it, then that, that's kind of it. I, two things happen. Either it gets awkward and the two people stop being friends or it turns into something romantic, obviously, because, you know, it just puts those, like, really blurred lines on the whole, yeah. you know, relationship between the two people. Like, you know, am I allowed to hook up with someone else? Am I allowed to do this? Will they get angry if I do this? They probably will, but, you know, they can't tell me if they get angry because it's supposed to be just a friend thing. And that's where I think things just start to get messy. I just don't think it ever works. Like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with forming a relationship out of a friendship. I just think it's naive for people to say that, you know, it's possible when, like, I just don't think it is. Yeah, I actually know a, um, a guy that's dating about eight girls. What? And <laughs> yep. And he, hang on, like, do, do they know? They obviously think they're the only girls. Well, it's girls? hard to say. Like he's like, I'm not saying that I'm going to get in a relationship, but I'm not telling them there's like this many. Mm. And I'm like, right, because Tinder makes this very easy. Like dating doesn't really. It's not as hard as it was. Like you could just hook something up and just get it done. And I think there are so many chicks on Tinder <laughs> thinking that they're so chillaxed and like we'll go on a date and we'll just see what happens. I just think most girls are looking. Maybe it's not a relationship where they want to get married, but it's some kind of relationship. And when I say relationship, it could mean a long, like maybe a long-term sex buddy or a uh, someone that you can at least, you know, call on a Sunday when you're hungover. Or there's just, it may not be the relationship as we currently know it or, or I guess the stereotype of relationship as we see, which is monogamy. But I do feel like chicks are looking for more than the sex. No, yeah. it may not be inviting your parents over to meet him, but it, will generally be more. It might be a text on the weekends or a text during the week where you want to talk about my kitchen rules. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I think it's more than cock. Like it just absolutely is. Like, and it's I, balls too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, the balls. Are, they're, they're, they're That's so another annoying. podcast in itself. Yeah, but I just think it is a funny one. And, and I, so when he says that he's doing all of this with these girls and then some of them may be okay with it, I just find it so hard to believe and... And it it's always concerns me. And this is probably half the reason that I don't go into this stuff is because he is genuinely so okay with it. Yeah. And there's a good chance that 70% of those chicks are genuinely not. And how the fuck is that fair? Becky, have you ever read Gone Girl or Stace, have you read Gone Girl? I'm in the process. I just saw the so... movie and it was pretty pretty messed up. Yeah, it was weird, <gasps> Oh, right? my God. I have – okay, so I'm, I'm only through, like, the okay. first quarter, so you know, so not the, even. Okay, so I won't spoil it for you because well, you obviously you. haven't seen it or read no. it, whatever. Yes. But – there I'm is, a, there, is a, there is a no. There's a section in the very beginning, and I'm pretty sure, and I hope I'm not stuffing up the story, but where she talks about being, being cool girlfriend, 
And even if you haven't, this is a theory from the book, and you'll know if you've read Gone Girl that sh- that um, I can't even remember her name, but the the lady in the book talks about being the new girlfriend, the cool girlfriend that every girl in a relationship tries to be the cool. Oh yeah, you girlfriend. know the sex hair you put their top on after bed that. and you walk around with that, no knickers on. The and one all that, that I stuff. yeah, and I'm up you for make coffee for sex all the time. And you know how often girls go like, oh, I'm not like other girls. Well, you're exactly like every other girl. <laughs> that like, oh, I don't mind. So flipping and I'm not going to be like, you know, texting you when you're out with the boys at the pub asking when you are. I'm not needy. I'm not like every other girl. But every girl that says I'm not like every other girl, that's said by every other girl. And this is the thing. And Becky, maybe your friend is maybe trying to be like. He's gone girl. Your friend is gone girl. He's basically gone girl and just about to murder him. No. Um, Oh, did I just ruin it? No. Um, Hopefully I just Oh my god! <laughs> I was going to say, I hope she's not like gone girl. Otherwise, there could be like a very big. I'm going red. Like I'm user. actually flushing. I hope I I don't want to say what I just heard because if I've been ruined, I will not do that. This to our fellow thinker girl. So I'm not going to repeat what you fucking said. But the second this is finished, I'm going to confirm what you said. And if I heard correctly, and that is the book, how did it twist like that? Is that the big twist that everyone's talking about? Becky, don't say anything. <laughs> Bitch, please. You've only it. had about mu- you've only had about twenty years to read the book. It was like yeah, massive last year. You're reading it so late. Same. Like, the movie's come out. Believe. Stacey's <laughs> like got her. She's got her head in the bottom of her dress. It's a maxi. It's very long. <laughs> <laughs> Producer Jess is losing her shit. I'm out. I'm sorry. Did I ruin this whole thing? So just stop recording. I. C- like the biggest <laughs> twist of our generation. <laughs> Gone. Fuck a duck. That's a shame, isn't oh, it? Oh, well. You'll enjoy it. That's a pretty big twist. Now I don't have to read the book, I guess. Can get back onto Fifty Shades, the second novel. I mean, I haven't read that. Just so watch the movie. Waiting. You're now onto movies, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, fucking. All right. So, Sorry, Friends okay. with Benefits, what we can see from this but maybe, is no, but that maybe. Gone Girl is spoiled and yep, yep, that yep. Uh, your friend is delusional. <laughs> no, but maybe, Becky, your friend is trying to play like the cool chick. She's trying to play cool girl. But maybe she actually yeah. does care. Like, is there I obvious? Know. I think it's just gotten to the point where kind of she's denied it for so long that she doesn't want to accept it. Whereas, like, I wouldn't care and no one would care. It's just that, you know. Yeah, the I jig is I up. I want them to call a spade a spade and just, you know, get it over with sort I've, of a thing. I've got mates that are in. Someone will call it yeah, and it doesn't sound it. like it will be her. I, but I hate, yeah. There needs to be a point where it is called. And I've got mates that are in that point now where they're like, See, been seeing somebody, they like that somebody, um, you know, do very coupley things. <laughs> seeing somebody. They they do, like somebody. They do very coupley <laughs> things together, like, uh, you know, like like any couple would do, but then there's no title and it's like, okay. And it's more. And we, it's more than it's sex, so like much I said. More than, yeah. It's so much more than that. Yeah. yeah, it's full on. I just hope that it it gets off as, it kind of the fire goes out as calm as possible. Or it could go into a relationship, Becky. You never know. And then you've got friends that are together and you're the one that's probably uncomfortable pants. <laughs> Look, to be honest, I kind of hope it does. Like, that's oh, that's why, I was sort of trying to make yeah. it happen. I was like, I, like, in the start I was a little bit, oh, no. But, you know, if if are they like good the for each other? Sort of, like, sort of a thing. Yeah. I think they are. Yeah. I would love them to be together, but it, yeah, it's more of the fact that I think they're both just a, a wee bit stubborn, but that's all right. Oh, double yeah, but... dates. Double dates, Becky. 
Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because my my boyfriend's really good friends with this guy, so I think that um yeah he would enjoy it as well. Get your boyfriend to shout dinner for everyone. When yeah, you go out yeah. and double no, it'll yeah, be quarter each. Three. Thank you very much. <laughs> and was yours be... the duck twenty two ninety five? That one was. <laughs> oh, when you when you put the cents on the end, he just where like, are oh. you eating duck? That's a cheap duck twenty two ninety five. It's a fucking expensive duck. All right, that is it from us, Emily. Uh, Becky, that was amazing. And I tell you what, it's an interesting one because I think it's 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 one of these things that maybe they'll hear the podcast and hopefully listen so you can have the double date. Yeah, or I don't know. I'm kind of debating whether I should tell her about it now and see because I'm kind of afraid now, like you said, that she might get a bit angry. But <laughs> no, oh well, it'll be all we, water under the bridge soon, I guess. If you would like to leave a message for her, you can go ahead. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I love you despite everything I just said. <laughs> we love you too, whoever you are, um, and we wish you all the best. Uh, but that is it for our podcast this week. Uh, Becky, it's been brilliant. If you do want to find her at Strong is the New Skinny 94, uh, you will be very impressed with all the work that she does. And I must say, uh, Christy was filling me in like you – have a, a full-time job and you do all of this stuff on on the side as well it's just really impressive what you're doing so I, I I applaud you for that we were so impressed and so excited that you agreed to join us oh thank you thanks so much guys I had heaps of fun chatting with you for the past half hour yeah unreal unreal if you do want to hear any of our ho- other hot seat hotties we have such a big list of amazing funny inspiring women do head to itunes and subscribe or check us out at podcast.thinkagirl.com.au we also have uh, an online video station now little channel on youtube youtube.com forward slash the thinker girls and of course our facebook pages where all of our fun stuff happens during the week a heap of articles and all bits and pieces and the conversation has really picked up young Mate, have you realised, like, everyone's talking to everyone. It's oh, just on the face the fucking best. Yeah, it's, yes. fu- it's funny, Becky. You should get invo- involved on the Facebook. And you would obviously know this from your Instagram page as well. Hey, you have these online friends that you think you know and that you, that actually are like your Well, your, we have well, they're our thinker girls. Yeah, yeah but, they're like our girls. No, but I'm saying that, like, you think that there would they would be somebody that you would just text or just pick up the phone yeah. and call or that you would say, hey, let's catch up and have a coffee. But it's just online and you can yeah. do it. You can do it in your home sitting on the couch or on your work desktop. It's amazing. And the other thing I will say, jump on the Facebook page and private messages. If you've got an idea for a gem, if you've got an idea for a guest that you'd like, uh, you want more information. So many of you are giving us some feedback and chatting and um, I get back to every single one. There isn't any that we don't um, because we fucking love it and we love you guys listening. So make sure you get involved. That's it for us. Becky, thanks so much. No worries. Thanks so much, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Were you eavesdropping on this conversation? Follow the Thinker Girls at facebook.com forward slash thinkergirls or Thinkergirl TV on Twitter. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.